Welcome to Brunch and Black Women on Top, where we discuss some of the hottest topics. Today's featured special guest, New York City's own celebrity chef, Nancy. Hey, thanks for having me. girls shout out to my girls we are back we are back like rex and effects <laughs> remember rex and effects yeah they won't remember rex and effects yeah, okay so you will I remember, remember rex rex. Oh, you who rex and okay. who are they nance, nance who's rex and effects it's a rap group from okay. east new york right no Oh. No, Harlem. No, Harlem. Harlem. So Shut what up. was that? that one, one, two, Checker. Yeah, exactly. Mike uh, Checker. One, two, was, Checker. Teddy Riley, Blackstreet. You remember? Oh, New Jack Swing. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the ladies. I am so excited, ladies. We're having a, what do you call a evening brunch? Is there such thing? <laughs> yeah. Um, Liner. A Liner. Okay. dinner. Oh, Lena. Oh, I like that, Chef. Lena. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, to you, oh, young chef done taught me something. Tell okay. me, say that again. Lena. Lena. Dinner with an L. Who? Oh. Okay. Oh, sit. Shout out. Y'all not even that old to be Isha. acting like Isha. that. Isha. Chef Isha just put Chef Nancy on. <laughs> yes. Old school meets new school. Lena. <laughs> all right. Well, we're all excited. I want to shout out Chef. Let me tell you something. What's better than one chef? Two. <laughs> <laughs> we got two chefs in the building. Shout out to Chef Isha Wong. What's up, Chef? Hello, how are you? I'm mm-hmm. good. Happy birthday, Chef. Thank oh, you. Oh, Chef. Happy birthday to you. I want the Beyonce version. You got blonde hair. Somebody help me, please. <laughs> You're on your own with that one, but happy birthday, Chef. Thank you. Yeah, Chef birthday was like last. We have Chef Nancy here. Chef Nancy's in the building! <laughs> let, let me tell you something. Another I black something. lady chef. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something what happened. <laughs> so when you got a friend for 30 years plus, when you go way, way, way back, I mean, me and Nancy go so far back. We got so much shit to talk about. We can't talk about it all on this show. Trust and believe. <laughs> but when when the chef flies in, flies in just for you, just to come on your podcast, you know what that means? What that mean? When the chef flies in just for you. That means I love you. That means you're special. Yeah. Yes, shout out to my girl. I love you. Thank you for flying in for me, chef. Of course. Yes. Also, can be the invoice, too. Just flying in. <laughs> no, she paid for this. That's yeah. how much she loved me. She paid for this. But I'm so excited to have you here with us, chef. Um, there's so much, and we don't even have that much time, I don't think, because we got, we got a lot to cover. So we're going to try to cover as much as we can, and we're going to do what we do all the time when we get together and do what girls do. Because guess what? When girls get together and brunch, that's when they be their very authentic self. They tell everything. Give them some food and a, a, a little drink, and everything start coming out. They start talking about everything. So, to me, yeah. Funky Mama Queen Pen, daughter in the building. Yes. Yes. I, can I Shout out to Lyric Star. Can I say something real quick? Of course. I think that um, she should have her own introduction. And I, I, I do. I have my own brand. Yeah. Oh. So, let's toast to that brand. Can let's we get toast that? to let's toast. Lyric's brand. I was about to call you. T- <laughs> yes. Thank you. What's up? Um, what's mm. up? Um, mm. I turned 23. Ooh, 20. happy birthday. When your birthday? Thank you. My birthday was March 10. I remember happy when birthday. your mama was pregnant with you. Yes. Yes, I made it another year, even though they said I wouldn't. Amen. Happy birthday, baby. That's right. Thank you. And you got many more years to come. Yes. Because we got to do the Elmo earth. thing. Remember Elmo, 20? Yes, I do remember Elmo. Chef Dance. Yes. Remember <laughs> Trini with the Elmo? I think I bought her an Elmo. I think but you, you know did. what's so funny about this Elmo thing? My boyfriend, like, always teases me and he'll call me. He'll be like, shut up, Elmo. But he had no idea. <laughs> How much you loved Elmo? Until, like, 
last podcast, my aunt bring it up, and he looked at me like, "See, I told you, I don't look like Elmo, guys." Mm-mm. Just to let you guys know, I just I used to be obsessed. <laughs> it was bad. Fight track. Oh yeah, it was bad. She loved her Elmo. So let, like I said, we have a lot to cover here. So before we dig in, we before we dig in with Chef Nance. I just want to say shout out to Chef Isha Wong. Isha Wong, what's going on? Like, what you got on? What you got on the table? Tell us what's going on okay, with you. Okay, so today there's just wings being, being that it's a little late, a late of a show. It's straight, you know, it's not really brunch hours. Liner. It's liner. Like so you we said. So we kind of switched it up, but um, it's basically wings with my seasoning on it, and it's marinated and um. Worcestershire and um, Red Devil. You have your own seasoning. Yes. So do I. Mm. I'd like to. I have I'd one like in the car. Oh, okay. I have good. One in good. The car. I don't. I don't have any on me. You're. You're better than me, but. Yeah, but yeah, but I'm sure yours is like. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're available at ChefNancy.com, but yeah. I'll make sure I get some to you. Thank you. Yes, yeah. yeah, Chef Nancy has like a whole collection. Is it like Chef Nancy's collection? Yes. Of seasonings. <laughs> Mine's is just like an all-purpose seasoning. I was okay. thinking about just getting other ones, but I don't want to do that. I just want to be like a one-stop shop. Focus on your all-purpose. Yeah. Good, good. Awesome. So, Nancy, I'm, we're so excited that you're here. Did you flew in, right? Touchdown from your, like, Touchdown. New York City zone. They don't know where, like, the beat to the Q, to the E, oh, Brooklyn, yeah. Queens, Expressway. <laughs> they don't know that, right? Unless, let's, let, you know. So, Nancy, there's so much. I, I don't even know where to get. Let me just start by asking this, okay? Because we go back a long way. What the hell made you decide that you wanted to be New York City's top <laughs> celebrity chef? What, where, where, did, where did it start? Because I know that you have, you've always, listen, you've always been that chick. So, I want to know <laughs> how you transition into that chick, well, the chef chick. Well, before being that chick, I, I mean, I always cooked. And Lyric Star's mom, we used to have fish fries on Friday mm. with my food stamps. <laughs> <laughs> Which ones? The ones you cashed in or the ones? <laughs> the ones you cashed in. That was the Florida card. And we used to, um, and um, so you still could for cash those it that. Oh no! But those were the paper ones for those for those who don't know who Lyric Star's mom and that that's Queen Pin. She's a very good friend of mine, and between her and all my other friends, we used to get together, um, probably like uh, two 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 days out of the month, and we used to have our little fish fries at my house, and I used to cook. But you know, not knowing that one day that I would need that to save me. Exactly. So how did I become a chef? Um, well, I, <laughs> you know, um, the fish fries, <laughs> no, uh, just, you know, what we come from, mm-hmm. we come from a, a lot of toxic, we come from, from a toxic environment, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, we grew up in yeah. New York city in the eighties in the middle of the crack era mm-hmm. and, um, that was very, very, uh, a very instrumental time. Uh, it was good to yeah. some people, and a lot of people it wasn't good to. Yeah. It was good to me because I chose the bad side. <laughs> <laughs> um, but wait a minute. You transitioned, though, from the bad side, and um, you learned a lot because the, what people don't realize is that we actually grew up in the 90s. Like, like we were really part of that early '90s era. The no, whole... I grew up in the '80s, and then I, you know, the the '90s. I was in my '30s in the '90s, Sean. You were? Yes. Oh, you? Too. No, you couldn't have been. What you mean? I couldn't. have We been. had our Are kids in '92. No, but we, didn't we have our children in '92? We were in our twenties. Did Nancy? Um, Kashawn. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. What did you math? Hello. I had don't um, well. You had, Wait, you had, had done ninety two. She used her industry age. Hold That's on, what it 20, is. No. 22, 90s. Oh, okay. But I'm. We was in our twenties and the nineties. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I okay. I grew up in the eighties. Okay. Okay. Matter, gotcha. Baby? 
got a shout out to Chef Nancy putting me a, you know, I might need that. What's that stuff when you start losing your memory? Ginkgo biloba. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Thank you, Nancy. Because okay. Nancy and I were both pregnant around the same time. That's uh-huh. why. So um, we had, yeah. You know, but, once you learn and, and grow, mm-hmm. you realize that a lot of things that we thought were the right well, not even not that we thought were the right thing to do because we probably knew they were right, but um, the only maybe the only option maybe. Um, how could I say it? <clears throat> Basically, I, I always say that we are a pro- product of our environment, and right. a lot of things were environmental, mm-hmm. and surrounding us was a lot of toxicity, and at the time you don't know that it's toxic. You're just living, mm-hmm. you know. Right. Focusing on think about the music that we had to listen to. Yeah. Fuck, fuck bitches get money. Yeah. Fuck niggas fuck get money. Fuck bitches get money. Um, mm-hmm. So that kind of became a yeah a motto for us. I'm 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 just being honest. It, it it's true. Yeah. What did we listen to? Like Little Kim and stuff like that. Yeah, that I was, was listening to Little Kim. But you were little listening to Little. No, Kim. I wasn't little. I was thirteen. That okay. wasn't little at that time. Well, you were 13. We were like 20, though. But I was little. 20-something. Okay, yeah, okay. But I was 13, but still immersed in Little Kim. So oh. you can imagine her love for Elmo. It would be the same thing for Lou. I'm dead serious. Because oh. it wasn't really nobody but who? Queen Latifah? And she was very masculine. You understand what I'm saying? Mm. I, that wasn't my bag. Like, I was, I was a tomboy, but I wasn't really... You know but you like Little Kim. My aunt wanted—I wanted to be in shoes like my aunt. And Little Kim, she basically like put Personified put everything in like one. I like rap music. I like mm-hmm. listening to Jay Z and Biggie. Mm-hmm. But she made it sexy. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Everything that she talk about is—I mean, it happened. Raw. Yeah, rough, it's definitely rugged, raw. But I'm rough, rugged, you, and raw. We grew up in the concrete jungle. People don't under, understand. You know, a lot of people think that I'm aggressive. Cause what I live in South. From? I'm not from Brooklyn. I'm from Queens. I'm from Jamaica Queens. Mm-hmm. That's why I said BQE, Brooklyn Queens um, Expressway. But I I live in South Florida now, and I may come off aggressive to some people, but I don't mean to. But I'm naturally aggressive because aggressive I had like to, what? just you know, quick to, quick to. Uh, it's not volatile, is it? Quick? Oh no, absolutely not. So maybe not. what? This New York. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. New it's York. just New York. You know, we're, we're really edgy. Like, we're right. edgy, always ready to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. But then you're somewhere that you're, you wasn't, that's not your hometown. You know what I'm saying? But so even with the driving, still... like every day I go to work, I see people, I see an accident up and down. The, I, take the, I live in Fort Lauderdale. I work in Miami. So I take the 95 up and down every day. And every day I see an accident. But I'm like, the people drive, but they don't really know how to drive. You know, we drive aggressive. Yeah, in Florida? In Florida, yeah. yeah you know, we, they, we stick and move. reckless in the South. Oh, they don't drive there. Yeah, they can't like, drive. What is going on you here? And every day is... A, <laughs> we and, do drive different here in, in, in NYC. Because we yeah. always act we, like we we always have somewhere to go. We're always rushing late. Yeah, but <laughs> yes, you have a exactly. thing about like everywhere from around the world, you have these taxi drivers that drove around the world that's driving <laughs> these New York streets. That's why we drive aggressive. You see how they drive in... Um, Pakistan and all of that, <laughs> they get crazy. <laughs> so that's what we defensively driving. That's what it yeah. is. New Yorkers are always on a defense. Exactly. So Nia, that's me, what it is. Let me ask you a question. So once you decided to kind of transition into that being your career, I'm, I'm sure that that was a passion that you had. Oh, yeah. Right? It was a passion. And my passion turned out to be my blessing. And it saved me. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So who was your first client? Because, of course, once you decided that, you know what, this is the direction that I want to go. I really enjoy cooking. How did you break in there? Like, who was that first client that was like, you know what, this is where it begins for me? Well, I'm a private chef, as you know, personal chef. Um, and I was fortunate enough for my first client to be Kelly Rowland, who, wow. who was a reoccurring client of mine. Nice. Yeah, her and her husband are, are very, very cool, and we still keep in touch. That's awesome. My, yeah, mm-hmm. that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, Kelly Rowland, and so you, like, well, was this when she was with Destiny Child, or was this when she was, like, she on her husband, own? husband, so no. No, she was no. on her own, but she wasn't married oh. yet. She didn't oh. have any kids yet. I mean, she actually just, I believe, was pregnant with Titan. Mm-hmm. And... Mm-hmm. 
Awesome. So then from Kelly Rowland, did she refer you to other um, celebrities? No, I was working for a company. Um, Dwayne Wade's Private Chef had a company of chefs, and it's basically like a secret society that you kind of have to get pulled in. It's very hard. You may want to become one, but you can't become one until someone pulls pulls you in. Wow. Because you're in people's houses and stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So do you have to, like, sign like, the NDA and, you know, like, non-disclosure type of things? Because now you're in their private space and mm-hmm. you are privy to, you know, so I know. Yes. Yeah? Yeah. Some, sometimes. I don't have to really do that anymore because... I'm actually an OG and now. Yeah, you done established yourself. Like, <laughs> but, you, you like... know, if it's required, you definitely do it because you don't, I mean, it's just protect protecting your space, protecting the client's space, and it's it's cool. I don't mind doing it. Awesome, awesome. That's interesting, yeah, because I, I never even thought about it. Like, knowing you as a celebrity chef and knowing you prior, but I never even thought about the part that you're in that private space of all these celebrities and some other people, you know, want to get next to these people. They want to know where they live. They want to know what they're doing. They want to be in their business. And like you actually have that, the access to celebrities in ways that other people don't. And you're coming, you know, coming from the city, someone who, you know, came up in the, you know, like in the streets, like we all did. And now you've arrived at this point in your life. So that's, that's amazing. I'm very, very, yes. I'm so excited for you. For the most part, you know, um, to me, as far as being in someone's home or respecting their privacy and everything like like that, I I mean, I act on integrity. I treat people how I want to be treated. You know, so it's simple for me. So what was your, well, you said Kelly Rowland. So who was your biggest client? Has you had any, like your biggest client, like the, like the one that you, the client that you landed and you were like, you know what? Or <laughs> did you, you sort out or maybe sort you sort out? Or out. they sort um, you out. My biggest client was Tyler Perry. Wow. I was friends with his chef at the time. And she didn't want to do the tour date, so she asked me to fill in for her. So I filled in for her, and that was the biggest client I've ever had. Nice, mm-hmm. nice. Were you nervous at all? Like, oh, very. Like... The, the weirdest <laughs> thing was to feed um, feed Tyler Perry breakfast, but feed lunch to Medea, because actually it was a, it was a Medea on the run tour. So I went and did that. Wow. And um, and I never forget the first time I walked in on him dressed like Medea. And I was like, <gasps> I just like stopped him. I was like, <gasps> and he laughed. And then to see him dress like Medea, but still talk like he was like, you put it right there, chef. And I was like, uh, 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 okay. <laughs> so was that your like biggest challenge was actually um, catering and provide, you know, serving, not, you know, working catering. for him? Was that No, weak? it wasn't a big challenge at all. No, no. A lot of, um, what my, my biggest challenge was, was Kelly Rowland at first because I was nervous. I never wanted to, um, I was scared to cook in front of people, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Kelly's very hands-on and I had to give her lessons. So she would sit in the kitchen with me. Nice. Yeah. But even before I started giving, I gave her lessons, but before I even started giving her lessons, she would just sit in the kitchen with me and, and talk. And yeah, I was like, I just never wanted to cook in front of people. But she made it very, very easy. Her and her, her and her, now her husband Tim, they were so freaking cool. Mm -hmm. They are so cool that they just made it so easy for me. So tell us a little secret. What's Callie Rowland's favorite food? What's her favorite food? Yeah, like what do you know her to really like? Well, I know she likes peanut butter and chocolate. So we have like. Anything peanut butter and chocolate. It could be a cake. It could be, yeah, it could be, she likes peanut butter whiskey. Like, it's really peanut Peanut butter butter whiskey. whiskey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, interesting. interesting. Mm -hmm. And what's your favorite food? I don't have one. Well, I'm simple. I like chicken. I'm real simple. Yeah. Yeah, you just call me chicken. Yeah, because you have, yeah, and you you could cook your ass off because I'm telling you. Still, it's like, just give me some wings. Like, this was the perfect thing for me Mm because. Wings. Uh, now I'm trying to lose some weight, so a veggie and a protein is all I need. So how do you feel having a chef prepare for a chef? Oh, I love I, that. It's awesome, right? Mm-hmm. Especially if it's good. Yeah. You like it? Uh-huh. I did. It was Thank good. You. Thank you. Nice. 
So, so Nancy doesn't have a favorite food. And um, Kelly Rowland was your first celebrity chef. And Tyler Perry was your biggest chef. Now, My biggest client. Your biggest client. Sorry. Yeah. So, uh, maybe it's this. Maybe it's, it's the somewhat. water. It's the water. Exactly. Mm, yeah, okay. So where was the biggest mistake? Like, did you ever, like prepare something and it just didn't work out and you were like oh my god i fucked up and now i gotta what how do i fix this and who was it for so (laughs) so just like a uh any artist if you so say like a uh some a singer's on stage and they fall off the stage or trip they have to keep going so the the thing is, even with if I mess something up, I'm gonna bring it back, and you'll never know I messed it up. Now there's times that I messed up. Maybe like six to eight months ago, I was trying to my my current client Victor Oladipo. He's a Miami Heat player. So I was trying. He's on a diet. He doesn't eat any carbs. And I tried to make up a shepherd's pie with cauliflower rice, and it did not come out good. Rice? No, it was like. Ugh. Wow. But I mean, it happens. Part of being a chef, you have to know that. Everybody's not gonna like everything you make, and you have to be you have to be open to being critiqued. Mm-hmm. It just like is what it is. Mad scientist. Like yeah, you to gotta you know right. in order you gotta have tough skin. Everyone's not gonna like what you make, and that's and that's <clears throat> typical because people aren't just gonna like things that you know. Everybody has a different palate, exactly. right? Mm-hmm. So, so that's yeah, understandable. That was like an epic fail for me that day when I tried to make shepherd's pie with cauliflower rice. Did he ask you to do that, or that's oh, something no, you he tried? He doesn't ask for anything. I I make the menu. He does. He may request something once in a while, but he doesn't ask. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. That's great. So now, what's what? Let, okay. Before I ask this next question, mm-hmm. dear friend, Chef Nancy. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. How comfortable you are you being asked very uncomfortable questions? Not comfortable. Okay, so I'm going to ask it anyway. Mm. You ready? Let's go. Let's Did you see. date any of those athletes? Absolutely not. I knew you wouldn't. Please. You've known me for 30 years. Exactly. You, you said, boy, bye. I don't care if you're a damn athlete. I'm <laughs> Chef Nancy. Do you know who I am? Please. I was somebody before all of this. I don't do that. Yes, no, Nancy. But, I mean, Shout out to Nancy. <laughs> she ain't selling herself. Uh-uh. First of all, Tashawn. <laughs> I'm 52 years old. What that mean? Exactly. What does that mean? For, for, I don't mix business with pleasure. That's no, I'm not. That's two. fine. But what 50 got to do with it? Exactly. They're young. They're young. They're My boyfriend is young. Yeah. But they got... what? Yeah. Okay, so you... Oh, I get it. Okay, I get it. But what about their parents? <laughs> <laughs> You're going too far. <laughs> I'm okay. talking about the in-laws. Yeah, she's exactly. gone too far. <laughs> she, Cassie knows me too. <laughs> Cassie, how long you know me? Uh, at least 30 years. It has to be 30-something. 30 35. Can I ask you a question? And, and, and you've and, always... Oh, hold on, hold on. You've always been... A, a conservative edge. Okay. Is that Not a good way to put it? Not only a conservative edge. <laughs> Cassie, you've known me for 30 plus years. Yeah. How many people have you seen me with? Can I say something about your husband? My ex-husband. How many people have you seen me with? How many men Bumpy have you? And yeah, oh, should I not have said that? You could say it. Bumpy. And I went with I Bumpy. I went with Bumpy from when I was you're fifteen 12. to nineteen years old. Yeah. That was fifteen to nineteen years old. Okay. And then from twenty. Then what? you went from Bumpy to. I can't say his name. But no, you're not going to say no names. In I'm not. I, you went from Bumpy. That's the only name I'm going to say. Okay. You went from Bumpy, and then you went to your husband. That's it. My ex-husband, yes. Okay. And then you know me to be with my ex-husband for how long? G- girl. Until she started being a chef, because that's what she said. No, yeah. it was no? a little after the chef, but oh. she knows me to be with my ex-husband for that's 26, all I know. 26 years. Shout out to the ex-husband. Damn, you good. So you, um. 26 years. Shout out to the ex-husband. Babe, you hear that? Why? 26 Why years. That's shouting out to him. Oh, that's nice. Anyway, you had a question. We don't acknowledge oh, exes here. I forgot. I Lyric. You see, I got cut off real right. quick. Lyric said we don't acknowledge, we don't acknowledge exes, exes here. here. Okay. As far as I'm concerned, my boyfriend that's across from me is my very first 
boyfriend. Real boyfriend. Do you find it hard for you to date with your work schedule? Well, so huh. <laughs> my work, I I became engrossed in my work. Mm-hmm. I became engrossed in being able to take care of myself. I went from my ex doing everything for me to becoming financially independent, and that was a big deal for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I basically, you could basically say I was feeling myself. <laughs> I'm feeling myself. I'm feeling myself. Yeah. And um, and I, I never really was out of me. I, ne- I never had to chase any. I never wanted. I, I was just in love with me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was celibate. Well, once you chase your goals and your dreams, people chase you after that. Anyway. Yeah, but it wouldn't matter whether you chased me or not because I wasn't, it didn't, I wasn't really looking for anyone. I was just into me. Mm. And just fell in love with me, and and my kids are grown. I got a twenty four year old and twenty nine year old, and I just was finally just it was about me. I do before everything was based on my ex, what he wanted to do, what he wanted to eat, how to make him feel, you know, like a man or make him feel good. Taking care of my kids now they're grown, so now it became about Nancy. So for four years I was, I was just celibate until recently. You celibate. For four years. Damn. Mm-hmm. Wow. Damn. But not anymore. <laughs> oh. Okay. Sh- I, okay. I can't. I can't. I have a question. I wish I could. Appropriate question. I wish I could say something. Please I don't. can't. I got to keep my big so, mouth closed. <clears throat> but Nancy's feeling herself. Yeah, That's all I got, I got my to swagger say. back. She got her swagger back. Hmm. So Stella, Stella got her groove back. So do you, do you find that... Um, Can I get that bottle? Oh, I'm sorry. I keep pouring. Here you go. I mean, well, you I got the, the red wine right next to you. I don't want that. Yeah, now you I offered it to me. That. Okay. Whatever. Jeez Louise. Tony had a question. Go ahead, Tony. She can finish. No, oh, Tony. No, let Tony go since yeah. she said I'm finished. Go ahead. What's uh, the question? Girl. I can't. Um, <laughs> See what happened when girls get So, like, unlike always something. Chef and Chef Nancy... Um, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm as experienced as you guys in that department, but I, it is a passion for me. And, um, is it normal for something to be a passion, but you take these breaks or you step back from it? So I, I recently, a couple months ago, found out that I'm a great cook and, um, I found out because of my boyfriend, because I used to say to him, I really wonder what. My talent is, because I always feel like the sooner I find my talent, the better life will be, even financially, because I'm ill. So I can't work a regular nine to five job. So in my head, my- my opportunities. Right. So I've done it. I've tried it. It wasn't for me. And um, I used to always say, like, I wonder what my talent is. And then one night, my boyfriend's like, your talent is cooking. Uh And- I cooked for him all the time, and I cooked for my friends. And then eventually, them, along with people on social media, convinced me to start selling food. Mm-hmm. And my first day selling food, I had 40 orders, which That's I didn't fire. realize was a big deal until he was like, he asked me, like, how many orders, and I was like, 40, and he was going to be like, what? And things were going good, right? But then I took a break, and I'm still on a break. And everyone is like, why, or when are you going to start? And honestly, I can't even figure out why. But I feel like it's because I know that I'm not, I was not in the mental or emotional space mm-hmm. and to do what I love. And I knew that it was not going to come out the way I wanted it to. Are you scared of success? So, yeah, that's my issue. I'm not scared of success. I'm scared of failing. Oh so I start a lot of what things. success is. It's right. failing a million times. So right. I start a lot of things and then I stop. Even when they're going great, because I could just wake up one day and think like, what if this doesn't go well? Well, Tony, let me tell you something. Here here it is. Like, you heard Chef Nancy, you heard Chef Isha Wong, and I'm going to share this. I'm sure the ladies will agree with me. At the end of the day, if you feel that strong and passionate about something, just do it and keep doing it. I don't give a damn how many times you may it may appear as though you're going to fail. Just keep at it. If you believe in it, 
keep at it. Don't you? What so do you I'm, think? I'm just so, trying to figure so out, is it normal for me to step back from my passion? From well, my well, here's the thing, uh, Lyric. I was fortunate enough to be a stay-at-home mom, right? Um, after I had Ashley, when I got with my ex-husband, Ashley was three, and then he provided, he was a great provider for us for the duration until, you know, until I decided to fall for a divorce. Anyway, um, but within that time, there were things that I thought that I might wanted to do even before him. Um, I went to beauty school. Spent like ten thousand dollars to go to beauty school, and and never really practiced the craft. But I did have a hair salon. But still, my mind wasn't really focused on on the craft. And although I owned the the hair salon, I never really was in there. Spent all this money to build it, and I was just like uh, rented booths out to friends. Had another friend as a receptionist, and would dip in and dip out. I wasn't really ready. You know, everyone says it's nobody's timing but God's timing. In between that, I went to school for phlebotomy. Wow. Aced it. <laughs> aced it. That's but crazy. never even stuck the, took the state board. Never practiced. Never practiced. Um, it's not until I was 40 and I was like, listen, um, going through a lot. I was a, like a functional depressed person raising mm. raising my girls. And I just was like, I got to find something to um, be able to take care of myself. And I was good at cooking. And then I decided to go to culinary art school. So, But I knew that at that particular time that it was like make it or break it for me. It was like there was no time to play anymore. At 40, unlike when you're in your 20s or you're thinking, oh, I got time, I got time. Or I'm going to try this, I'm going to try that. It was like, Mm -hmm. is either this? Or is he that sink or swim, you know? And there was no way that I was going to sink. Exactly. And just like you said about selling food, I used to sell food out my door, flip my food stamps, all of that. Mm-hmm. You know? But look at me now. So what is something that you learned about being a chef that you were not prepared for? Something I learned about being a chef that I wasn't prepared for. Well, something I learned about being a private chef that I wasn't prepared for is that energy, you're around a lot of different energies, Mm. and you absorb them. Wow. You know? um, Wow. That's a thing that I focus on a a lot now. For me, I, um, you know, I just try to, I, I try to, I'm that caring loving person i want to take everybody under my wing i want everybody to win i want to love everybody and take care of everybody i'm that imp you know and then i realized that i got to protect my energy right because I, i'm still trying to save myself god's still working on me absolutely you know and you just make sure that you exude that that positive energy because mm-hmm. you know whatever you give off is what you attract mm-hmm you know what I mean? So, so energy is definitely very important. Yep. So I'm feeling that. So what's what's in what's what's next for Chef Nancy? I know you got a lot going on. I know you have your collection of seasonings. And oh yeah, I have my collection of seasonings. Yes. I actually have a show. I don't know when it's gonna come out, but it's supposed to come out on the Impact Network that I did with Tara Wallace. Right. Um. <clears throat> what else? Um. I'm planning to come home in July to we'll return back to New York together. City. Yes. yes. Um I'm looking for a restaurant space, but I, I don't know. I'm I'm now I'm dancing with the fact that if I wanna do the restaurant in Miami or New York. Mm. It was etched in stone that I would start at home first. Yeah. But I'm not sure. But That's the God sorry. That's the God smoke is gonna get in my hair. Oh, my goodness. Okay, I'll put it out. Give me a second. Go ahead. And also, um, I have a lot of, um, which I want to introduce you to, Chef Isha and Lyric, that you can start following on Instagram. I have uh, a a sisterhood of chefs that... I need that. Yeah. um, I'm very uh, closed off. That we... um, we 
collectively get together. We get inspiration from each other, ideas, and we we uh, lift each other up. Mm. You know, um, we have actually we have a clubhouse this Monday that you could tune into. I have a, a galaxy. Oh, okay. But <laughs> um, you need to listen to it. You get to hear a lot of things that probably will stop you from making the mistakes that we've made. Mm-hmm. So it's very informative. Um, um, one of my one of my chef sisters is Chef Lex Grant. She was Carmelo Anthony's chef for years, and she took over the NBA bubble during the pandemic. Okay. Yeah, she took over that whole bubble in um in at Orlando when they weren't feeding the NBA players really well. So she um she we're she's about to move back to New York too this summer, and uh, we have some plans for New York when we come back here. Awesome. awesome. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited. she has a, she actually has a company of she has a company of chefs um that she places in different So she's like settings. an agency for chefs? Yeah, she has her own agency or whatever. But um we have some things planned for New York. I'm excited. And I know you can't share any of them. You want to tell yeah. us just one little secret about what you have planned for New York just a little bit. It's a takeover. That takes over, the breaks over. <laughs> yes. Okay, I'm all for that. Yes, yeah. So, Chef, thank oh, you for sharing. We're coming to take back what's ours. Exactly, in our, exactly. In our city. We run the city. Yeah. Who run the world? Girl. Who runs New York? <laughs> we do. Yeah. So, Nance, that's awesome. I, like I said, I'm so excited. Thank you for sharing all of that. So, I just kind of want to move in a, another direction a little bit. Because I know that here, um, at Brunch of Black Women on Top, we like to kind of indulge into so many different topics. And um, we really like to get to know our guests. And we want our listeners to really get a feel of who our guests are, you know, and talk about things that they probably usually wouldn't talk about (laughs) unless they're around some very close friends you know, or family members. And I know in the private space, we, you and I would talk about these things. But I want to know what your political views are. I don't have a, any. I'm going to be real honest with you. I'm not a political person. And I really don't watch the news. I don't really watch TV. You have to, something has to be breaking news mm-hmm. for me to know what's going on. I think that the news is depressing right now. Well, you're down in Florida, and Ron DeSantis is taking over the whole Florida. I don't even he, know who that is. Me neither. He, Ron DeSantis <clears throat> is the, ladies, Ron DeSantis is the governor. He's the one that just told them. Tony, you don't know who Ron DeSantis is either? No, I don't know. Okay, so I'll just tell you later. <laughs> right? so Ron DeSantis is like, really quick. He's the governor. governor. He is the governor of Florida. Okay, do you know about the transgender person that one that was swimming and she beat the other female athlete? The one with the, the big I'm league? not going to comment on that. Okay, well, this lets you know Ron DeSantis said. Let's hear no, sweetie, not today. He told the transgender woman that you will not be winning, and I'm going to snatch that win from you and give it to the woman who should have really won because you had no business in the competition. But how does the okay. governor? How is the governor able to do that? Because he's the governor, the same way the mayor here is able to do what he wants to do and say that. What's that's his not name? A, that's not Kyrie. The, that's not the answer that I'm looking for. Okay, that's so like, what are you asking? What are you looking like for? Because I said so. Well, that's was, what it is. But how is he able to? Like, what are the legalities of that? I that's don't what know what the legalities about. are, but I can tell you whatever legalities that this mayor has that he could say Kyrie could play and all the athletes and celebrities could play and do their jobs and make their money and other people cannot. I guess he used whatever authority he has, and he snatched that but win that from the transgender. Like thing. So this is why I don't really bother. The Kyrie thing is, I don't understand that. That's okay, like a, go ahead. Like Me neither. I'll, I'll go ahead. comment the on that. Please comment on it, because I don't understand. It won't get me I'll get back to the transgender gym, but please, yes. By next year, so I'll comment on that. Thank you, Tony. The Kyrie situation doesn't really make sense to me. Um, because it's like they keep trying to make an example out of him, but it's like backfiring because he's because he doesn't care (laughs) and neither do we. And And when I say that, what I mean is you tell someone, oh, you're not vaccinated, so you can't play in the same arena that vaccines are no longer mandated for. So then it's kind of like condescending. It's condescending because okay, I'm not vaccinated, but people can come and watch the game that are not vaccinated. But since I'm a part of the game, 
I can be vaccinated. No, he, like, he doesn't have to be vaccinated. Well, because he's not vaccinated, certain games he's not allowed to play. No, he's able to play now. Oh, wow. Good oh, for yeah, him. But I'm talking about before. That's yeah. brand new. Okay. So this he just me... got the just, just one of the teams just got fined because they allowed him in the locker room. Okay. And was that was like Sonny, a week or two ago? Well, guess what? As of a few days ago, he is allowed to play. Okay. And other people who are not vaccinated, who lost their jobs, okay, and need to make their money so they could take care of themselves and their families are not allowed to play. So Kyrie Irving, he is fortunate to be one of the elites that he's allowed to play. Okay. And any entertainer that comes here to New York to perform on stage, they are allowed to perform without a vaccine requirement. That's cool and all, but that just happened. That, that yeah, it just happened. But the drama with him not being vaccinated and everything—that's more so heavier than what just happened recently. That doesn't really matter because he done already been fined. He didn't already been. Listen, he has money. It doesn't not, matter now. But it does matter. Why? It does matter because he why he's playing now. He's getting that's, his. But that's getting his check. And other people are not getting their wait, checks. But wait, that's. Him it does matter. Him having money doesn't mean anything. But that, I, regardless of if you have money, if you're poor, if you're rich, if mm. you're black, if you're white, mm. you shouldn't be forced to get a vaccine that you do not want to but get. You shouldn't. I'm not vaccinated. And okay. this is coming from someone who had COVID twice okay. and it almost killed but, me both times. But here's the argument. So wait, my, my only thing is just because he has money is still kind of like, but they're still doing it to people who doesn't, who don't That's have money. That's the point I'm making. So because he has money, it doesn't matter. It does matter. No, what I'm saying to you is because he has money, right? He's an ex. He's there's an exemption for the elite. That's the point I'm trying to make. The average person who's working day to day who works call for that the an city. Exemption. Uh, excuse me. That's let me, not a, hold, let me on. That's not wait, hold on. Wait, hold on. No, 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 no. no, no. Let wait, me stop. Wait, let wait, me stop. Wait, let wait. me stop you because, because now I don't think you're getting the point. Kyrie Irving could play. But I he's can't a, work at he's, Bellevue. Right. But the average person who's out here with a nine to five who is struggling to make ends meet cannot yeah. work. Yeah. That's a problem. That's now, whatever happened a week or two or three or a month ago, I get that when he was not allowed to play. But now he's allowed to play. And so are other um, entertainers. But are the teachers able to go back and teach? Exactly. Or, or exactly. But my thing is, there's ways to get exempt from vaccine and be allowed but, to work. But Tony, but, but wait, there are but ways. There, is, there are if ways. If you want to cut corners, that's if you wanted cor- to cut corners, that's listen. Not, no, there's a, a, a literal, actual, legal ways yeah. that my older brother and my aunt. Did Tony, not get exempt. Listen, no the majority. Listen, Tony. The majority of city workers have it's lost their job, have applied for exemptions, and were not granted exemptions. Now, I'm Me not too. saying that applied to everyone. Some people have, but the majority. That's why there's been huge protests out there regarding these mandates. And now that the mayor has decided to make an exception. For athletes and entertainers, what does that say about the average working person who has to make ends meet and take and provide for their families? Should they not be allowed an exemption? If Kyrie was given an exemption, then he should be given an exemption. So what are we going to do? Well, that's they the, should. That's they should the be allowed argument. to work. That's cool. the argument. But this is the real world and everything that we want does right, not happen. So what can we do? That, yeah. like, why do people care so much? If I'm vaccinated or if you vaccinated, like right. I had a big thing. It wasn't like a big thing, but it was a little bit of a, a thing. Like I have friends that's not vaccinated and I have friends that are vaccinated. I'm vaccinated because I have to work. I work in food and I work in the medical industry. I know that I had to get vaccinated for other things before I got vaccinated for this. It took me a minute to do it, but I did it because like my, the funds was getting low. You understand what I'm saying? But my children don't. It's like a it's like a split in my house. You know what I'm saying? I'll do it. I'll go the extra ear so my daughter don't have to. You understand what I'm saying? Like I'm not I don't really I care, but it's at the like end of the day, like if my back is against the wall, I'd rather do that. Yeah. It, listen, there's a lot there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. And like like I said, that 
that this can be a very intense conversation. So let's just kind of just step away from this for a minute. There's so many other things that we could discuss about. You see, um, I'm quiet. I see you real quiet. Because birds are tripping. The, but why does birds. the vaccination talk get people so riled up? Because, you know, I don't have time. You know why? Because. Like, mind your business. Yeah. Like, like at the end of the but day, people should have a right to do and make decisions just, for, themselves. for themselves. That's, That's what I'm saying. saying. Mind your business. And it's funny to me because a lot of the people that are catching COVID are vaccinated. Is anybody minding their business about Jay-Z? Oh, Jay Z is doing his Oscars. Isn't the Oscars this weekend? Did is you it today? Right Jay Z. Do I have something? Did you ever meet? Did you ever meet Jay Z? Because every, every podcast, every... you talk about Jay Z. Did we ever meet Jay Z? Let me just tell you. Let me just tell you this. Thank you, Jay. Jay. Jay came up with us. Thank you. That's how. That's Jay. So see, well, who? How old are you? Thirty nine. Who's somebody who? Jay Z. No, your age. Nobody. Who's famous? You, anybody you... In your era, she In was. your era, your age. Fabulous. Oh. You ever, you ever, you yeah. partied with Fabulous? Yeah. Okay, so Jay is just like, like, I have a, one of my best friends. She, he was in her class. Every party, because Sean and I went to through the 90s, Jay-Z was there. Yeah. You know what but I'm saying? she mentions him a lot. Like, no, I'm but I'm just saying that's that's Sean. That's Sean from yeah. From that's Marcy. Sean Carter. That's Sean from Marcy. Yeah, to us. And 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 Jay Z. One thing I could say, um, there's a there's a verse in his song about I was drink, drinking Cristal before everyone anyone knew what it was. Mm -hmm. He ain't lying because I remember one party. It was a change yes. of face party that exactly. And Jay was there, and he had Cristal at his feet, and I looked and said, "What's what's that he got?" Exactly. <laughs> that exactly. when we were still on my wet, so mm -hmm. he ain't lying. Right. And hey. just to show you how, like, what how our life was in the nineties, every almost every party we went to in New York City at that mm -hmm. time got shot up, and we had to run out of it. Exactly. What's the one on the West Side Highway we used to the go tunnel, to back in the, the girl? But I'm not even. I'm talking about the changing yeah. faces party. Jay sitting there, yes. and he's sitting on the couch by himself, a small couch with his bottles. We ran out of that, but we ran out of every exactly. party we went to for right. years. Yeah. And then, and then I remember Jay at. I'm taking my Mercedes to Manhattan Mercedes to get serviced one day. And you got to go to a service advisor mm -hmm. and talk to them first. I was yeah. picking my car up actually from getting serviced. And not only that, wait, wait, not, wait. Only, not only that, let me just tell you about Jay-Z, right? Jay-Z, little people don't know this, but Jay-Z was a ghost rider for Queen Pen, Funky Mama. Let's be very clear. What? Oh, see? Okay. Check her credits. Check the credits. Well, I'm about to say I won't say anything. A ghost Jay writer at the from time. my mother. <laughs> Check the credits. A ghost writer. Do you have maybe like, a, a ghost writer? Meaning that maybe they collaborated. Maybe no, yeah. meaning that they collaborated. Yeah, let's be more specific about okay. that. Okay, that's my mother's name. Okay, but I'm wait a minute. Hold on. When I say a ghost writer, let me finish. Okay, they collaborated, and he is a writer. On her album, and if you ever look at the credits, I've seen okay. you can All right. see it on. ASCAP. So, so that's what I mean. So when we say ghostwriter, we mean there's somebody who you don't necessarily. I but didn't say he not, was a writer. Ghostwriting is totally okay. different from totally collaborating. Different. Okay, okay. Totally okay. All right. Like All right. So I'm. I stand to be corrected. Already, I stand to be yeah. corrected. Okay. He Ghost collaborated. Oh, listen. You don't have to keep spending all my time. I ain't got a lot of time. You said I it mean, already. You bring it up. But so. but you. Said it already. We're done. You, no, you, just no, no, no. I don't understand what no, no, no. But y'all, y'all already said. I said I stand to be corrected. How much more time y'all going to spend on it? Well, goddamn it! I was talking about seeing him at the Benz dealer, and he was sitting at the the service advisor's desk with his feet up when I had to go in there and pick up my car. Exactly. And told me don't touch nothing on the table that he worked there now. Oh well. <laughs> I'm just saying that he's he's. Like during us coming up in cool our era, dude. he was the rap, right? He was mad cool. He's mad smooth. He's still very smooth. Jay. And to get back to the ghost writing thing, no, not ghost writing in you guys' sense of the definition. So I stand corrected. So I'll say it again. No, but they did collaborate. And the reason why, and not only that, not only that, let's Is that just say. Is beeper going off? Yes, it's old school beeper. Not only to say that, to say other things about Funky Mama Queen Ben, she was the first artist, and I'm waiting for somebody to prove that to me, who transitioned hip-hop with pop as a female. 
and I, I'm, I'm going to say this because when she collaborated with Teddy Riley, yeah. there other the, all the other artists that was, was doing shit. something very different. Foxy, Little Kim, you know, they were doing something very different. So, but that was a very commercial song. Yeah, that she had. Very, very. It was a, a crossover song, yeah. and it was just different. And you know what? People weren't ready for it, but mm -hmm. you know now everybody's doing it. So, um, yeah, um, this has been hot, and it looks like we gotta turn it down. You know. So, what time your studio time in? We went. <laughs> we went. <laughs> we <went> yeah. <laughs> We're still here. We're still here closing it out. Well, so, he could take that out. Yeah, but don't worry about it. It's, it's a, No, listen, this is a candid, raw, listen, it is what it is. If you say whatever you say, that's what it is. I'm not taking Can I ask anything you out. Because I know Lyric probably don't, don't really. How did you guys feel when, like, people start stop using Blackberries? What, the, the phones? Yeah. I don't even really, I don't You didn't know. use a Blackberry? No, I don't. Being I probably music? did, but I, it's been so long, I don't even remember you, Chef. Well, I think Nancy. I had one in 2020. Yeah. Nine I ain't gonna lie. Because when yeah, I was I doing you. the thing with my cousin, like in music, the Blackberry really, no? Yeah. No, I, don't I, don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I don't know nothing about the Blackberry. I but, mean, um, I have. Uh, yeah. You never have a Blackberry yeah. before. I can't even remember no Blackberry. But I want to say shout out to Chef Nancy for flying in, flying in in the NYC, joining us, ladies, to enjoy Chef and this amazing spread. Chef Nancy, yeah. before we wind up, before we leave, before we go, what do you have to say to everyone? What, what, what you want to close this up with? Yep, nothing. I'm going to say this, though, until you guys, ladies, sorry, figure out what you want to say. Do what you love so that you can love what you do. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm sorry, but the the, the wine and stuff got me a little. It's hot in here in the wine. Yeah. It's that red wine. Uh, me, so, my thing is, like, eat to live. Like, basically. that's right. Eat to live. Don't starve yourself. No, not like don't starve yourself, meaning like don't feed yourself, yourself the right things. Yeah, don't starve yourself. Don't eat fried chicken five times a week. That's what I mean. Lyric star. Um, Say what you mean and mean what you're saying. Absolutely. Say what you mean and mean what you say. Can't Again, stop, won't stop. And it's never too late to reinvent yourself. Absolutely. I like that. Exactly. I know you do. Shout out to ladies at Brunch and Black Women on Top, where we discuss hot shit all the time with the hottest guests. I love it, ladies. It's been real. It's been good. Cheers. 